Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Chocolate with a Side of Medicine. This is actually a special episode of Chocolate with a Side of Medicine, and you guys will soon find out why. I am Dr. Sunshine, um, as always, joining you as one of your co-hosts, and I am joined by the other co-hosts that are usually here with me. We got Dr. Chris. Hey, guys. Dr. No-No. Hi. And Amy Jo, MD. What's up, y'all? And I'm happy because we are all here. As you guys know, last episode, Dr. Chris wasn't with us. And the previous couple of episodes ago, I wasn't with you guys. So we are all here. And we are all, we're all here for this very uh, special and I guess unorthodox episode. Um, <laughs> so for this particular episode, as many of you may have heard, we had a question that was asked to us last episode. And it was about um, if we would ever do a segment dedicated to dating and dating advice and dating experiences from a black professional woman perspective. So we decided that maybe we can just make a whole episode out of it and just have a discussion with the four of us. And that's what this episode is going to be. Um, for formality's sake, I'm going to read the question for you guys in case you didn't hear last episode. So you have context as to what the episode's going to be about. Um, so the question is, Congratulations to the two chocolate MDs that have become engaged in the last year. That would be myself and Amy Jo MD. Yay. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Beep, 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 beep. Um, would you ladies consider a podcast segment dedicated to dating, advice, and experiences on the show? A Black woman perspective is always appreciated. And thank you so much for the question. And that's why we're here today. So this is going to be our dating episode. What up, y'all? How y'all feeling today? This is going to be real interesting. <laughs> Why do you think that? Well, you know, and I've said this before. I, as both a producer and consumer of social media, mm-hmm. I um, am on, you know, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok, and all those things like everybody else. And when I am listening to, like, dating advice, there most moments I am cringing. And I'm like, so... <laughs> Because I'm like, it's not realistic. Like, it's not, you know, um, it's just not sustainable, some of the stuff that people be talking about. And so part of me is always like, why would somebody want to hear about anything that I've got to say about dating? Um, But I guess, you know, on the flip side, I think that um, voice, our voice is like just regular Black women that are going to work calling their girlfriends, hanging out, drinking wine, trying to date, some getting engaged, some still out here living a single life, some being a fabulous rich auntie. Like like my <laughs> circles, when I'm talking to them offline, the stuff that I'm hearing out in the inter- on the social media front, those are not the same conversations that I'm having like real time with like real women and stuff like that. So I'm like, well, maybe, you know, an episode dedicated to just hearing from regular people might be beneficial to somebody or at least you know that you're not alone out here in these streets so all right i'm game we can talk about it yeah i think that's a that's a main thing to know that you're not alone because i think everyone has frustrations with the dating and don't and think that it's only them but really other people are going through it too and it's kind of nice to know that you're not alone but i think they also look at people who are kind of engaged like the goal i think sometimes with dating we feel like okay well the ultimate goal is to find that person right that one person that you could be with to get married and it's kind of like or not married or just be with somebody long term right and Mm -hmm. once you got that person it's kind of like oh you got that person how'd you do that so it's always like we always (laughs) want to know like hey what did you do right so i know what to do so i can do the same thing and yeah. <laughs> what what did you do? I want to know that prayer. Yes, please, guys. Tell me what that prayer was. Y'all yeah, know I'm thinking prayer. about Sierra's prayer. Oh, my God. Right. <laughs> did you pray Sierra's prayer? <laughs> Is that how you found your Russell? Is that how you found your Russell Wilson? <laughs> Uh, I my get- Russell Wilson is somewhere in Chicago. Please come find me. Oh <laughs> I am so done. So done with the online dating and all this crap. Just please come find me in my apartment. I but, I think, but I think it depends on what you're looking for because some women aren't looking for a Russell. But some right. women are like, I would love to have a Russell. So it depends on what you're looking for and everybody's different, you know? Can yeah, we talk about I- Russell though real quick though? Like, you know what I don't appreciate? When people are like, oh, um, you know, women ain't looking for no Russell. That was the lies they tell. Listen, I, we may not be commenting on those pages about what we're looking for, but 
yeah, women are looking for Russell's. I'm exhausted. Like if right. you if you're meaning by Russell's meaning nice, thoughtful, considerate guys um, that are comfortable in their career of choice that you know can take care of family and everything yes that's what i'm looking for like i'm i'm too busy now to be coming home trying to do detective work to figure out who all you was out with last night i can't do that (laughs) but why are they calling them corny in the first place like i don't i don't understand that at all like well they also don't like they also don't like how russell talks about his relationship with sierra because russell goes out of his way to express like in a public forum how much he outwardly and openly cares about sierra and how much she has how much he has benefited from having her love in his life. So he he has a platform where he openly expresses that. And to some men, depending on the guy, they feel like, oh man, that's so soft. Look at him running around here talking about how, you know, he needed this girl to make him a better man. Like, nah, man, I'm a man all by myself. I don't need that. I got my hoes. I got the, 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 the. They're not supportive in the way that he uses his platform and how he speaks about Sierra on his platform because they think that he's soft and he's sappy and he's mushy gushy and they're just like, what is that about? Yeah, More importantly, cool. they think she, they think I don't know how they get this, but somehow mm-hmm. the forget the fact that she is married to this man. She has given mm-hmm. him three children, two biologically and one, you know, mm-hmm. bonus. And in spite of all of that their their thought process that she don't really love this dude what she what she really wanted was future and i'm like that makes no kind of sense like it makes no sense reason for for that and you know and so i think i you know look knowing you all knowing each other um we have had conversations about people we've dated what we like what we don't like we know other black doctors like we went to residency and so it was kind of cool because we had this really like large pocket of black women that we were all you know with and so kind of watching all those circles and watching dating and stuff like that I assure you that those guys did not stay around long like you can you can only sustain it for so long because you just don't have time to keep pace like it's 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 not it's not ideal and even if you think you feel an initial connection that's going to wear off a little fast because when you are as busy as I think women like us are, um, I just, I don't even have the time to, I couldn't keep up if I wanted to. Like, I just don't have the time to be on call, right? I don't have time for you to ignore me for a week and a half. And then you give me a call at 10 o'clock and be like, yo, what you doing? Meet me out at such and such. Man, I'm asleep. My bonnet is on. I'll right. probably still write notes. Like I'm trying to finish up these last <laughs> I'm trying to finish right. these notes real quick. And if I can be in the bed by 11, I would feel accomplished. Like that's how I felt when I was dating. And so um, I think as you get older and, and get more established, I know there's guys out there that don't believe this, but as you get older and you get more established, I think my appreciation for that nice guy that was simply just trying to figure out how to establish a relationship and a friendship and be fun and be nerdy if that's what it is because we like that too but also be sensual because they got that other side too right like he probably gonna blow the perm out and that's fine but he's also somebody that is honest and you can have a conversation with and you can feel vulnerable with and I assure you that most of the women that I know will take that over trying to chase somebody down that they're not really sure likes them it's frustrating so I don't get, I hate that narrative, but I wish men knew like, we do like nice guys. I think we're engaged to nice guys. So, you know, there's that. But I feel like a lot of like, especially when you think about like, kind of like the the Russell, the future talk and guys like throwing in their thoughts about other guys. There's a lot of things that come up that are like rooted in like toxic masculinity, insecurity. We start touching on all these things where you just kind of like, where is this coming from? Right. And I feel like sometimes, you know, especially when you start digging deeper into why certain men feel a certain way and their interactions with women and women trying to cope with their negative interactions with these men who are very toxic. And it kind of forms like this cycle. And then, you know, there there are a group of people or a group of men rather who probably don't, they just can't get it. They just don't comprehend why why Sierra would want a nice guy, a guy like Russell, when, you know, they might feel like they identify more with the futures of the world. And I, and I think it's just, 
you know, part of it has to do with growth. Part of it has to do with resources, exposure to different relationships and just maturity. And I think it's, I think it's a lot of different levels that a lot of people don't touch on. Yeah. But, um, I don't know Sierra. I mean, but I just, I wish I did. Are you sure you don't know Sierra? You sure? In my mind I do. In my mind I do. Like Sierra, listen, mind, if you ever listen to this and, you know, my mind, I've got no reason to not right. believe you don't, but can you, you know, yes. call us girl, Sierra. Right. Like <laughs> but I, get, I, I have a feeling like she's she's a nice person, like a generally nice person. And to me, it kind of just makes sense for her to be with someone who's nice as well. Hmm. Because, like, I, I don't, I just didn't get that vibe that Future was all that nice. Like, I remember, like, he has, like, a bunch of baby mamas and she was mm-hmm. trying to, like, befriend them and make sure, like, her kid was around them as well and I think there was a whole lot of like issues with that because she was trying to do that and I was just like that's great that she's trying to do that like I don't know I just kind of feel like I think I think it's great that she found someone who is nice who is comfortable in himself and shows her how much he loves and cares for her like that's I mean like you said Amy Joe, that's what we want right mm-hmm. well the most recent SPs I was watching you know formal event for the sports world, he won an award. I think it was like a humanitarian award that he won. And even his speech, like even in every speech that he gives, he makes a point to mention Sierra and how much she has changed his life and made him a better person, a better father, a better football player. Like she, you know what I mean? And he just, he's just very honest and vocal about it. And he also talks about God a lot. So people, you know, it's just a lot of mm-hmm. things that he does on certain platforms where it, it doesn't resonate with every facet of what makes you know, people think that women would not want that listen if some man was right. up every award <laughs> he was like i want to shout out my wife my beautiful wife that's made me you know but who like what woman would be like nah i'm good or or <laughs> or why it, I guess it's always when I read these comments um, and I'm and I'm listening to like, you know, some guy that is like, I ain't never met no woman that, you know, really appreciate that. My question is always is, why do you keep finding the same kind of woman? Because I assure you that uh, there's some women that don't have any problems with marrying a Russell Wilson. And people say, oh, it's because he's rich. But let's not do that. Women have been marrying men that make okay money, you know, for a long time, right? Like, um, most people make okay money. Mm-hmm. But but you know what? Even to get away from the celebrity perspective, even bringing it back to, like, normal, everyday people, sometimes I feel like, because with celebrities, you know, we make assumptions all the time, but sometimes I feel like people are making assumptions of Black professional women. Like, I feel like that happens all the time. And I feel like sometimes, and especially when you listen to, you know, if I'm listening to my cousins and some other black men that I kind of casually come across that I don't keep in my circles because I can't keep that energy in my circle. But when they casually peruse (laughs) near my circle, sometimes they say very like, like huge assumptions about professional black women. Like, oh, well, you know, their expectations are so high and that bar is so high. How's anybody ever supposed to reach it? Cause they looking for this and this and that, you know? So I feel like sometimes, you know, people put other people in these boxes. Like, don't assume you know what I'm looking for. Don't assume, you know, that like, oh, I'm not even gonna waste my time because I mean, she says she a doctor over there and I can't even, I'm not even going, she a doctor, Ugh, I don't know. Like, you know, so there's a lot of assumptions going both ways. Let's be let's be honest. Oh, for sure. Oh, for yeah, sure. Yeah, there is. And, that, and I don't think, uh, you all can speak too. I think the assumptions of like who the professional Black women, especially professional Black doctors date, mm-hmm. and who I dated over the years, you know, um, looks to me very different. Like, I think that, um, uh, I feel like I dated a, a wide variety of people. I mean, I, I, I dated people that had just high school diplomas and maybe like a trade and I dated people that were well educated um and it was kind of all over the place and really just kind of depended on when I met them was there some kind of connection you know was there something was there some kind of interest did we hold a good conversation did it seem like it was going to be you know really fun like was there a physical attraction like all these things and I don't know that I was ever like okay uh does he have money okay check like 
somewhere down the line, you want to know that can this man hold a job and can he take care of himself? Like, can he manage a household? Yeah, that. But that comes way later. I don't. I think initially you were just like, man, like this this really cool person. Like we having a good time. Can we go to a bar and stay there for more than an hour and literally have fun? Or can I invite him out with my friends and? we're going to all have fun and it's not going to feel awkward. I feel like those are way more things I was looking at in the beginning, but I don't know. That's just me. What about y'all? Um, but in my experience, what I felt is whenever I did talk to some men, it's like, they asked me, it's like, once they find out that I'm a doctor, they're like, Oh, you a doctor. It's like their eyes change. Like, and they, their eyes get real big. Like, Oh, Oh shoot. Like, Oh, you super smart. Like I can't talk to you. I'm like, Mm-hmm. If you only knew, yes, I am. <laughs> but I watch a lot of TV too, and you know, I'm pretty like I'm cool. Like I think I'm cool, but I guess <laughs> Doctor Chris, you are cool. You are cool. Do, do you, do you tell people right away that you're a doctor no, when you I start dating people? I do not. I tell them they ask me what I do, and I say I work in the medical field or medical yes. professional. I, I don't necessarily. Care. Yes, I don't necessarily <laughs> tell them that I'm a doctor. Per se, if they ask me a specific question, like what do you, what exactly do you do, like specifically in that, then I tell them I am, and I don't tell them initially because of that reaction, because I feel like once I tell them that, then they treat me differently. How'd you get past the additional question? Because I feel like I always, I it's used to hard. always try that whole like, oh yeah, I work in healthcare, and they'd be like, oh yeah, doing what, and it'd be like, oh. yeah, that's all. That's, and then I have and to decide like I have to tell them. So the conversation is going well and, you know, we're clicking and whatnot, then, okay, I'll let it slip that, oh, you know, I'll, you know, see patients and whatnot. I'm like, oh, are you? and then they'll ask, are you a nurse or, you know, yes. what are you doing? I'm like, so annoying. well, yeah. I, I'm a, I'm a doctor. And they're like, oh, okay. And then, <laughs> kinda, and then you kind of gauge the rest of the night based on like, you know, how they react to you after you kind of spill that news. But honestly, I did my own little experiment. I actually changed my, um, my profile from, you know, saying I was a doctor, just to saying that I was worked in healthcare. And it was really weird. I got so many more like hits on my profile really? when I that I was in healthcare versus when I took the doctor designation off. I, I feel like maybe men may be a little intimidated little. that they're dating somebody with like a doctorate. But honestly, I, I feel like I'm, you know, I feel like, you know, when we talk, you know, I'm, I'm just, looking to engage good conversation you know if it goes somewhere it goes there and you know we just kind of see where it goes but I feel like my profession is not you know an embodiment of who I am as a person if that makes any sense like you do things outside of work like we're not doctors 24 7 like we we are okay we are but despite that you know we do we have other interests outside of medicine and that is not something that we do, you know, all all the time. And I feel like that that's what a lot of people, the lay people think about. Um, I have gotten the exact question that Dr. Chris has gotten. And I'm like, oh, you know, I work in, I work in healthcare. Like, oh, exactly. What do you do? No, or, e- or even if I don't even tell you I work in healthcare, some people will ask me, what exactly, what do you do? And I'm like, you know what? If you stick around and I get to know you a little better, maybe I'll tell you what I do. Literally, I have uh, said that to people. I need to use on that. Some, on some real charismatic, Ooh. on some real charismatic stuff. Especially if it's like date one or day two. I'm like, listen, if you stick around and things go good, then maybe I'll tell you what I do. Like, legit. But I also have that air about me and I'm an extrovert and I can kind of finagle that and everybody don't got that. So I, I, I get I it. This is how she it see this is what I'm gonna start doing now. I'm gonna start saying that. And they're gonna be like, This so what is you, what you what you pushing? You pushing pills or something? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I mean you can look at it that way. You pushing pee. <laughs> what I do. Don't worry about where my coins come from. I don't know you like that. How about you buy me another drink and we talk? That's gonna take up the entire <laughs> night. They're gonna try to figure out what you do. And if you don't just lay it on them, like, all right, man, I'm a doctor. I'm a doctor. That's fine. But you know what? If you listen to if you listen to somebody that is in medicine talk long enough and you know a little bit about something, you will know that no. they're doctors. Uh-huh. Because even we were talking earlier, I'm like, this is such a doctor conversation. Like, we can't even talk about constipation regularly without being like, you know, transverse colon is probably, you know, a little, you know. Yeah, it's really And it's just like, really? Like, yeah, what special are you in? <laughs> uh, like, what do you do again? So, but again, I'm laughing because, you know, Dr. Sunshine got all the smooth lines, but um, <laughs> the main one, like, I've never seen. Now, here's, listen, listeners. 
who you really want to talk to you really want to talk to dr sunshine okay like uh, in all the years i have never witnessed a soul that was so committed to being like yes hot girl summer we're gonna have our best lives and end up in a full-blown relationship like without fail. i've never seen like we talk about like when you're not trying this is when you end up in a relationship dr sunshine never tries whoever made that statement must have known her when they said it because it's the whole truth like yo it's the whole truth but you know what though i feel like i okay i do feel like my my life and my experiences would probably be different if i was an introvert because i'll be honest with the audience i am a strong extrovert like Mm -hmm. i'm a strong extrovert to the point where like I'm not easily embarrassed. I'm here for just like throwing it out there. You never know what happens. Just shoot your shot. Like I'm very like, yo, why not? Like literally, like why not? For sure. I mean, I feel like if you had to put us on a spectrum in terms of introvert and extrovert, I am at the polar opposite, and Doctor Sunshine is the <laughs> other side. Amy Jo MD is over there. Doctor Sunshine and Chris falls somewhere in the middle. Not even, not even just an extrovert. I'm an extrovert, and on a and I'm an optimist because I'm like, yo. <laughs> We get all the opportunities around us. Like it is a day party. The weather's nice. The drinks are hitting, and it's a drink special. And the DJ's playing Drake. Oh, that's my song. Like <laughs> we like, have so many opportunities to like have a great day. Like yo, like it makes me so hype. Like yes, everything is aligning for us, ladies. Do you not feel this? Y'all don't see this? This is awesome. And, and it does align for you because the sun, <laughs> like the, literally the universe bends her with the sun, right. the clouds will open up, the sun will come out. It will not shine on anybody but her. But her, so right. It will, the, the, the beam of light will be on Dr. Sunshine and she'll be dancing with her, drinking her hand. And I, some, some guy or some girl is looking and it must look like slow motion and sparkles. Like, is she dancing with that light? Like, and I can't imagine like what they're seeing, but it's probably like, And she's like cheesing and, you know, like you, they catch eyes with a little sparkle. Bing. And this is actually what's happening because it's it's the most impressive thing like to oh have God. witnessed. And, and it's just like, yeah, like she's right. Like she is. Um, but then, but then listen, I care about my friends. So I'm, a, I'm on my P. Diddy. I'm like, have your friends to call my friends and they and can, we can be friends. Be friends. And let's mix these groups together. Let's go. Right. We can do this every weekend. Well, in rest, we can do this every golden weekend, right? Right. Like, um, right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I guess one I'm sure what people are curious about is like, how do we date? So I think most of us did online dating. Mm-hmm. Dr. Sunshine is a she she's so people she's so person that she like, if I didn't see you, if I didn't touch you in real life, then I can't I can't do it. <laughs> Um, but most of us have done online dating and we've kind of had varied, varied success, but I will tell you, I got a lot of, it's a lot of my, like, I got a lot of girlfriends from med school that met their, met their husbands like online. And, um, I did, I've done online dating. Um, I guess, I guess I technically met my fiance online. I'm not giving y'all the full story about how we met. Like I did not ask that man's permission about how much I should share. So we're going to keep it. <laughs> but um, I, I did meet him online. I slid in his DMs. Like I, I saw a picture of him. I thought he was really cute. And I sent him a message. And I was a little bit of a rookie because I didn't realize that if you weren't like Facebook friends with somebody that it would probably go into their junk. So I'm like sending this message. I'm thinking I'm doing something. And um, I like didn't hear anything for like a week. And then like a week later, he was like, hey, this was in my junk mail. Like, hey, how you doing? I was like, oh, okay, good. So um, (laughs) I would not have expected to meet someone like that. But I definitely have done online dating. Only because we were in a pandemic, y'all, for a long time. And so it wasn't like you were, I mean, think about it. In 2020, I can clearly remember I would only go grocery shopping Monday through Friday because I was already out. I was already out, out the house. And so on the weekend, so on Friday, when I came in, I would not leave again until Monday morning when it was time to go to work. 
And I probably did that every single day, that exact routine for at least seven months straight. So if I was going to be out the house anyway, and I figured, well, you already got some exposure, then go ahead and get your groceries. But once you were in a, in a, you know, in a place where you could have no exposure, then I did no exposure. And so you weren't seeing anybody. Like I was going to work, working, covered in gazillion million layers of everything coming home. And so online dating, I think for most people was it, um, but it must've been working. Cause I feel like I'm on, I'm on Facebook and Instagram all the time. And it was a lot of weddings popping off in 2021. So mm. yeah, I, I want to go back to something that Dr. Nono said, this changing of the profile and getting more hits after the change. Yeah. The hits that you got, well, first, why do you think you got more hits? And then the people who you got hits from, were these also people you would consider dating? Like, were these interesting hits or were these hits from people and you like, absolutely not. What makes you think you could ever, like, you know what I mean? I mean, I don't know. Like, it, it, it just felt like, um, I feel like the, when I changed, I just, because when I had doctor on my profile, I was barely getting any hits for, for some some reason and I just couldn't figure out why so I I think I read like a blog that said um you know if you kind of take out your education like out of the picture then you may get more hits you know just like a broader range of people that you know may you know see your profile so I'm like all right well I guess I'll try that but does that is that assuming your education triggers insecurity in others is that what that stems from I, I, that's probably what it was I, I'm finding mm -hmm. that out that's probably what it was so mm -hmm. I mean I did get more hits but then the men that I ended up talking to you know were still like oh you know oh you're a doctor blah blah like I, they still had like that that perception that Oh, you're a doctor. You're, you you want to be wined and dined. Like you're gonna be hella expensive to take out and you know do stuff with mm. and all that stuff. And I'm just like, not really. But if that's what you think, then I guess it's not gonna work out. So, so let me let me let me throw my thoughts out here. And I, this is someone who hasn't done online dating at all. Like I know very little about online dating. But what I would think is, if someone is creating their online dating profile, right? When someone else views your profile, it's kind of like a curated profile of things that you've put together to show it the way you want to for these people to look at and figure out, do I like it? Swipe right. If I don't, swipe left. Fine. In general, that's what I think of it in my head. So even if you list doctor on there and then someone decides, yeah, I'm about this life, I'm swiping right. And then they reach out to you. I don't know why they should come with insecurities about you being a doctor because they already knew that it's on your profile. You know what I mean? So like you reach out to me just to flood me with your insecurities. Like, what is that about? I don't think they're really reading those profiles. No, they don't. So the issue with a lot of the dating apps now is that they're very, so I think Tinder started this trend where they only focus on like the picture. So your profile mm. picture and they're only looking based off the physical attraction. So they're, they're using mm. that as the forefront. So when you're swiping right, right or left, you know, you're only doing that based on the initial grab for the profile. And that is your best picture and your pretty much your best foot put forward. Hmm. And once they swipe that, you know, then then they'll probably start looking at your your profile. They may like glance through what whatever. But honestly, like the same questions I get, you know, when we're chatting on the, the app you know, those are questions that have been answered on my profile. So that just shows you that not a lot of people read that. They're only looking at the picture and that physical attraction is there. But I mean, that's why the reason like the Netflix show, like um, uh, Married at First Sight mm -hmm. and the other one, what's the other one? Oh, um, the Love other is one? Blind? Yes, Love is Blind. Like that's, that's the whole experiment that they're going off of because a lot of the dating apps, they use the whole picture and the physical attraction piece to reel you in but those mm. those dating um uh shows take that out of the picture and you're only going based off of a personal a more personable connection and that's that's what they're going for so Wait, no i thought love is blind they don't know what they look like right no no they, don't. they, don't. they okay. just talk to them unless you're saying yeah they they're in the pods they ask the questions get to know like oh you know these are the things that you like these things are i like we're we're pretty similar oh they're the anti-hinge or anti-tip exactly they're the anti oh but but then but then that's the point of the dating apps right like 
they're all focused on the pictures. Like, it's, yes. it's, I think in a way you get hits based on what kind of pictures you have because, of course, I didn't know what I was doing. So my first one, apparently, <laughs> when I asked someone else, oh, what do you think about pictures? They're like, why would you pick these? Like, these are trash. I'm like, oh, oh, dang, no wonder things weren't working out. I was like, okay, so next time you gotta get, like, advice from other people like an uh, like a man or something and tell you uh yeah that's okay that's okay that's not okay right so <laughs> i thought they were cute pictures but then it was like eh, no <laughs> no <laughs> so like it uh, also depends yeah. on the pictures you pick and what it shows mm-hmm. if you look like a certain way i don't know what they're looking for because i mean i'm not gonna lie when i look at that i'm looking hmm all right what you look like all right then i do read it like okay what you do. Yes. I do the exact same thing, Dr. Chris. <laughs> yeah. I look, okay. What you do. And then what did you say? If you said something funny, I'm like, okay. So then I, I, I throw a comment because you guys know I'm very sarcastic. I got a sarcastic kind of humor. So I throw little comments like just to get a rise and see, oh, are you going to come back and chime back in with your comment? And, you know, and if you don't, and if you tell me like something like, I don't know, then I'm just like, mm. for one, one, one example. Some, I, somebody said, oh, you know, don't hit me up. If, something like, don't hit me up if you're crazy. Right. And I was like, that crazy. Yeah, right. So I'm like, what do you mean crazy? Like, I was trying to like, you know, get a conversation. He's like, I don't know if you're crazy. Done. I'm over it. <laughs> <laughs> what you mean you don't know? <laughs> you said it <laughs> and you don't have an answer. If someone. Right. So for yeah. me, but then that's kind of what I like because I'm I'm that kind of person. I, I like that. You're also a New Yorker and y'all love yeah. some witty, like some witty uh, banter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all I like, like witty, witty banter and back and forth. Like, oh, look at him. Zinger, zinger, zinger. Yeah. Oh, I get that. Okay, you're quick on your feet. Ooh, okay. I don't think he's whack. Like, da, da, da. y'all like the tick for tack, tick for tack. Right, right. <laughs> so then once I heard, I was like, can't. Next. So if conversation dry, then you out. I mean, I think that's baseline. Like, if it's dry, then you know, why am I wasting my time? So, and I feel like now that I've, I've, like, I guess in residency, I guess from residency becoming a doctor, like, I really have less patience to have my. I don't like my time wasted anymore, just because, like, I guess all day <laughs> you are seeing patients and you have a designated amount of time to talk to them about this and talk to them about that. Da, da, da. So it's kind of like I've become like okay. I don't have time for the, the, the BS. Like, let's get to it. <laughs> All right. Do you like me or not? I don't do like the small talk. Like I, I just really, I want something substantial. Like we talk about something. If we have substance to the conversation, then that is something that will draw most people in. Do you prefer to continue like text messages or like the messaging on whatever app you're using? Or do you, or do you want to have a, a call or video chat like quickly? If the if the conversation is good, then I would I would so I'm I'm old fashioned. If they give me their number, then we'll like all right, let's move this off the app and we can start to text and then we'll set up like a phone call later. Um, but how long the, does that take? Maybe like uh, if we're talking, maybe like two or three days typically. Okay, all right. Because yeah. I'm just here. Like sometimes I'm like reading. Sometimes like in these like singles groups and all this kind of stuff. I guess I gotta get out of them. Um, <laughs> But I guess I gotta get out of them. But they be like, we need, you know, like just the timeline. Like, well, we need to first get to know each other, and you know, we should not be talking for like a week or two weeks. And I'm thinking, oh my gosh, like I, in my mind, I'm like in the world of like social media, that's a lifetime. Like, how, you can't to me, you couldn't keep. How do you keep somebody's attention if you don't want to pick up the phone by day two? Right, yeah. I'll give yeah. you day one where you're like, I'm just trying to figure it out. But if y'all aren't here, you know, cackling at these these thumb messages that y'all are sending, I mean, that's got to be worth like, you know what? Let's call, you know, let's talk, let's hop on. That depends on that. That depends on the age group too, though, because if you're if you're someone our age and you like to date down, as in younger, like you're dating someone who's a Gen Zer or you're dating someone in their twenties, they some of them feel uncomfortable talking on the phone and they would rather text you all day. Very true. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. Versus a millennial or a Gen X 
who will be quick to pick up a phone and be like, let's get some real vibes. Like, I can't yeah. even feel who you are. Like, what's happening? I, I mean, we're, we're the generation that would spend hours, like, you know, what was it? We would um pick up the, the landline. Be on then, the phone forever. Yeah. Yo, we get on hours, hours upon hours. And then, you know, we get mad when someone try to, you hear that little click from the phone in the other room. Yeah, like, like, I hear you listening. You better get off this phone. And right. Like, hear you listening my mother was on the phone like excuse me excuse me <laughs> mister <laughs> young man young man it is time to go to sleep I'm not <laughs> sleeping. right I'm it not is sleep. time it is time for dr thurston to go to sleep one guy one guy was talking to his mother did tell him to get off the phone because we were talking for a good four hours um but we was on a cell phone so she like came up in that room and was Ooh, like, that's expensive you need to get off the phone you got school tomorrow blah, blah. i'm like oh, do you enjoy <laughs> dating <laughs> Do you enjoy dating? I do. Oh, well, look, she yeah. do not she care. I do. We can sincerely say that that Dr. Sunshine is not lying. I, I can say that I have always been under the impression <laughs> that she enjoys dating. And I think it's important because I think, you know, one of the things that becomes a common theme when you're t- not just talking among, and actually we don't complain a whole lot about dating when you're talking to other, you know, black women, professional women, like dating seems to be a chore and I'm not, and I'm not, you know, saying that it's not valid, like, but I think trying to get through, you know, all the different, um, opportunities and it's like, ah, that, you know, quick fizzle, quick fizzle, right? Kind of stuff that Dr. Nono was talking about. Like, this ain't going to even, mm-hmm. this, we, we can't even get this off the ground. Like, I think that that's the part that most Black women are talking about. You're like, I, I just, it don't have to it be permanent and it doesn't have to be forever, but I can't get past the, the first date because just, just the connection is off or, you know, it's weird or something like that. And so I think that um, a lot <clears throat> of women I hear, and probably men too, I think less men because men are like, I'm going to get, if I get anything from it, I'm going to consider it a good date. Um, But women, I don't think enjoy dating as much. And I also think that that tends to decrease, you know, your opportunities. And again, I feel like I'm talking about regular schmegular black women, right? Like I'm not talking about the people that are holding Instagram forums, trying to do seminars, girl, get your man seminars or ladies if he don't make a million dollars then we don't have to take it ladies like and you know if that's what they want to do that's fine but i think most women are like just trying to like find a connection get maybe get to the bar you know have a good happy hour crack some jokes have a good time and be able to hop in their uber and be like dang you know what that was actually pretty nice and get a phone call back you know the next day to be like hey you want to do something next week like if you can get that like most women, forget all the stuff that, you know, social media is talking about. I think most women be like, score, like actually had a date with somebody and it was good. And and I felt comfortable enough with trying to see like, well, are we going to do it again? And they actually responded and was like, yes. I'm about to ruffle some feathers. Oh, no, no, no. I'm going to let Chris go first. Well, okay. I, I was, I was to about say, to ruffle some mad feathers, bro. I, I wanted to say <laughs> that. Gonna do I it. think she's going to do it anyway. I think Amy Jo (laughs) definitely brought up a good point asking if you like dating. And when you asked that question, I thought about it in my mind. No, not really. And I think, and I think you're right in the sense that because I don't necessarily like it and I look at it as it's a chore and something like, I kind of got to do if I want to meet somebody, but it's like, right. Like I probably don't get the best response because I treat it that way. And and I think it's hard for me, especially because I'm not really good with online and I'm just not good with that. Y'all know I can't, I don't even read my emails like that. So like, <laughs> it's, it's really, it's really bad for me, but it's work. It is work. But then going out and meeting somebody and talk, I could do that. I got no problem with that. But, but how you going to get like, how you going right, to get there? Exactly. That's the issue. Like what do you what do you use now? Um, that I think that's the ch- especially you know all of us you know took jobs and well, Doctor Dodo is still hanging out. Shot Town represent, but you know when you take a job and you move to a different location, like what do you use to see like who's getting out? Because the world is open right now, so you know folks are out here, you know, so they're out here they're they're hitting up you know day parties and stuff like that. But like what do you use to just even I mean, be I, in a place to do it? I mean, right. it's not even. 
it's not even, you don't have to use sites for that. It's just more, you know, seeing what's like the happening bar or the lounge in town or whatever. What, what is the hangout spot, spot for your, you know, your local area? Like you don't need, you don't need social media to tell you that for you. Like you can talk to people at your, you know, your work that, you know, people that have been there a long time, or if you just drive around downtown, like I do that all the time. Like I'll just walk around in the area and just like, you know, see, Oh, it's a cute little lounge or a cute little bar. Let me go hit that up, you know, a little bit later. Um, and then you'll find out it's a really nice spot to go hang out and, and meet people and being the extreme introvert that I am, for me to even do that is is a extreme chore, but I would much rather do that than to have to trudge through hundreds of men on these dating sites and then end up with like maybe two or three quality people that I would maybe go and see. It's so much easier just to meet people in person and in the element. And also someone, someone actually dropped this uh, nugget. If you want to meet the people that enjoy the things that you enjoy doing, go to those places that you enjoy and you will see those people there. So like if you enjoy going, so I'm a, I'm a nerd at heart. So I enjoy going to cons. So conventions like Comic-Con and all that stuff. But if you, if you enjoy those activities, you will find people there that enjoy the same things that you're doing. And then you get, it's so much easier to strike up conversations with those people there because you already know that they love doing those things that you do. And it's, it's an instant connection. Like it's great. But I guess I don't necessarily need you to love the exact same things I do. Right. Because I, I like, I can appreciate the diversity of it all. Like me and my fiance don't have similar hobbies or anything like that. Right. I, I don't, you know, I don't, know that I need him to like the exact same things. I need him to have an appreciation for things that I like and and vice versa. So, you know, there's things that he likes to do that, you know, we'll do. I've probably watched more um, WWE, WrestleMania. I've been to more <laughs> live, you know, wrestling events than I know. I watch way more boxing than I would have before. I watch wrestling? I did not know this. I watch wrestling because he watches wrestling and we gonna like it and it's gonna be good. Oh, my <laughs> um, I, I wouldn't have. I I didn't watch it. You know, you watch it every now and then, but he loves it. I hope I'm getting it right. I don't know if it was WWE or AEW. He's gonna AEW. Be, he's gonna be disappointed. I'm sorry to disappoint you. I'm crying. It was it actually was AEW. So we went to a live AEW event. It was great, right? But if you had asked me to, if I had been scrolling through and saw like AEW is coming to town, oh, let's get some tickets, it wouldn't have been in my first mind. But he likes it. So when he was like, hey, you want to go? Was not a hesitation. Yes, let's do it. Let's absolutely go. We went and we had a we had a good time. You can go to certain places and meet people, but it also depends where you live, right? Because some places, I mean, you might not find too many people around out right and depending on the times that you work i think i think a lot of problems with the black professionals sometimes w- might be like the work life balance like if you're not getting out in, at work in time for these happy hours how are you yeah. going to make it right mm-hmm. so like yeah for me personally yeah i would love to go to happy hours at time but most times i don't get out of work on time to go to a happy hour so like the time that i do get to go it's like great i get to go but it's like few and far in between you know, like I don't really get yeah. to do that. And I think um, with a lot of professionals, sometimes depending on what job you do and how demanding your job is, that work-life balance is like really tough and it makes it really hard to date because like in order to date, you have to get dedicate some time to do it. And if you don't have the time to do it, it really is hard. Like how can you really work on finding that person and really cultivating a good relationship if you don't have the time can i say one thing i need to say this because i promised myself that uh should i ever find myself no longer single and married that i would not pretend like oh i had it all plotted out personally i think that um meeting someone that you vibe with that you connect with that is just like you know just kind of all comes together enough that you want to marry them. I think that is um, way more luck than we give it credit for, right? So I 
really can't say that when I reflect on how I met my fiance, you know, and all these things, I can't tell you that I had a cultivated plan at all. Like, as a matter of fact, I probably met him at a time where I had no plan, right? Like I was really just like, I don't know what the plan is. And I don't really know what the secret, you know, what the secret is to trying to figure out how to set this dating stuff up or anything at all. I literally was just like, it might happen. It might not. And I was transitioning to like, I think I'm going to be a really cool, rich auntie, right? We're going to be, <laughs> it's going to be fun. You know, I, my financial plan has got me set. Like I'm doing all right, you know, and instead of being, down about who I may or may not marry. Let's just go out and have a good time. Like I had got me a little Dr. Sunshine in me and, you know, (laughs) and sure enough, you know, as that started to happen, I think there's a little bit of freedom and liberty, but I, you know, I, you know, when people are always like, tell me what you did. And I think the real answer is we all have a clue, right? We have no clue. Like I don't, wasn't any different this time than I was for other relationships that did not go well. Um, I don't think I said anything different. I was, had the same job. I had the same career, like had the same natural hair, like had the same little curly, you know, fro sitting around here. So I can't tell you that there was like this one thing. I really do think like hooking up with somebody that ends up being the person that you marry is sometimes just weird timing and a lot of luck. And some maybe somebody's mom out here just praying some prayer that you get it together, but I ain't got no strategy for y'all. That's the that's the real secret. Like I have no strategy for that. But Dr. Sunshine wants to ruffle some feathers because of something I said. I don't know what it was. <laughs> it's not really ruffling feathers for real, for real. I think that something that you said, um, I think is very important because a lot of times I feel like a lot of women, especially a lot of professional women, black and otherwise, I think that sometimes even the way that they view themselves is not very accurate. So, okay, here's here's the thing. And you guys got to follow me on this week till I complete my thought and hopefully it makes sense. Hopefully. So, Amy Jo said something where Amy Jo's like, look, you know, you might go out on a date with someone and you're just here to have a good time. And if you meet them and, you know, they tell good jokes, you get good vibes, you have a good happy hour, you go home that night, that night thinking, yo, that was just a really good outing. Like, that's a plus, that's a pro. Where, you know what I mean? Like, and you're you're happy with that and you can build on it if you want to. So I do agree with that, right? And overall, as Dr. Sunshine, that's how I view things because I am here to have a good time. I'm here to enjoy the vibes. I'm here to enjoy my company. I'm here to enjoy these drinks. I'm here to enjoy all of it that is around me. And I take it for what it is. And if something great happens, wonderful. We can snowball it. We can build on it. Or if not, it's cool, Right. I think that some women think that they in that category, but they are not really. I think that some women like to convince themselves that like, look, I'm really just here for a good time. If I meet someone, have good conversations, that's it. That's a plus. Yay. But that's not really where they're at. There are a lot of women that think that they are there, but where they actually are is they are hoping that the person that they meet is going to be their husband. Mm -hmm. And that is not how it works. So a lot of women in their head can be very impatient sometimes because the way that they think about it is, yeah, I'm out here, but I'm also busy. I have limited time. So who I choose to talk to, hopefully he will be my potential husband. And that's kind of where they're really at, but they're convincing themselves that they're just trying to have a good time Uh because ultimately it's like, and I, and I, and I get it. And somehow like, And I think every woman is in a different place. So me as Dr. Sunshine, I always live in that optimistic place where I'm like, yo, this dude I'm talking to, he might not have a college degree, but that's cool. You know why? We're vibing out to the song, the drinks are hit and we're having a good time. And that doesn't bother me. I'm not thinking like, hopefully this guy has everything I'm looking for. And hopefully this dude helps to make the best use of my time, which is limited. And hopefully he is husband material. And that's what I am not saying you put all your eggs in a basket, but there's a lot of women where every time they go out, that's the goal. Like, I'm hoping that I'm meeting that guy who I can build with and he will be the husband. And I feel like sometimes when you do that, sometimes you get very discouraged with the dating game because you're always hoping that you're meeting the husband. And every time you meet someone and get a number and try to talk to them on the phone, you realize they're not it and it discourages you. 
and it makes you feel so exhausted by the dating game that you're just like, why do I even try? Like, oh, they're all garbage. But I, I think that it just takes a little bit of like reflection and like a little bit of like recentering as to like figure out what your real expectations are and be a little patient like with yourself. But you have to trust the process sometimes. And I feel like sometimes, especially in your 30s, in your 40s, in the age of social media, watching all your friends get married, watching everyone around you get engaged. There is this there's this impatience that's there. And I'm like, yo, just chill and vibe and ride the wave. And that's truly how I feel. But a lot of women think they feel that way. And that is not the case. That's where I'm at. Are you done? <laughs> Are you done? <laughs> I am going to have to put a gigantic, I disagree with that. Let me tell you something. Really? You got a lot of time. Hell yeah. Man. Ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> Listen, depends on your age. Dr. Sunshine is working from a standpoint mm-hmm. where dating has never failed her. Okay. Yeah. There mm-hmm. is the big difference. <laughs> so we're talking to someone, dating has never failed you. Not to say that every relationship had the exact ending that you wanted, but dating has never failed you from the standpoint that you've met someone, y'all vibed out, and the vibe lasted long enough to have enough cross you know talk enough chit chat that you got something out of it, even if it was just a really good time a couple of day parties a lot of fun maybe a trip here and there you had some fun that allows you the privilege of not having to feel tight about what's happening next i will not pretend like black women are having that experience most of us are having failed first date after failed first, maybe second date after never getting off the ground after no return phone call after all these things. And in the meantime, yes, I don't think this, I think you could be both. I think you can be pleasantly looking forward to having an amazing dope first date and then having the more incredible second date. And yes, as I am having those first and second dates, I am thinking, I sure hope that I will look up and date number two happened three months ago and I still like him and he still likes me. And I sure hope that maybe I will look up and three months ago was another three months ago. And we're looking across the table and I sure hope that somewhere while we're sitting around hair in a bun, chilling, eating cheeseburgers, that he might say, you ever thought about long-term or marriage or kids or something like that. And he's not asking to see if he needs to check my ass off of the rotation because he doesn't want me to get too close. He's asking because his intentions are changing and he thinks that, hmm, you know, you ain't crazy, God, Chris, and (laughs) you are pretty cool. Um, and you're a doctor. I wasn't sure about this doctor thing, but you know what? You actually, you know, <laughs> you kind of cooled down to earth. And yes, I am hoping for all happen. those things. But you're saying don't worry about it. No, D- don't worry about it. It's for people who've never failed at it, right? Um, don't worry about it. It's for people who don't know what it's like to go extended periods of time of no action, where nobody calls, nobody asks you out. It goes extended periods of time where you try to take all this crappy advice and you try to put yourself out there and you ask the guy out and you still don't get a response and you still don't get any feedback. That is what that's for. Most women are not having that experience. And yes, when I go out with somebody and I meet him and I am attracted and he's attracted and I don't care if it's the first date or the 10th date, there's always that small part in my mind that's saying, I hope that you might be here for the long run. Cause I ain't here for no short term. I got, <laughs> I got things to do. I, got I don't got time. Time. time is running Look, out. I'm not I here will for admit. the short term. Unless I, unless, unless I have decided in this moment, I'm just here for the short term. Mm-hmm. But generally speaking, something has happened in our interaction, which tells me, turn your brain off for any short term. You're anything long term. You're just here for short term. And that changes everything. Right. But if I am dating and I'm like, yo, this is a good vibe. Yeah, I'm thinking about um, down the line. I may not say it. I may not hold him to it. I may not even mention to be like, yeah, well, you know, I hope that you know that I'm expecting you to call me back. None of that is going to come up. It's not going to come up, but we're not going to pretend like in the back of my head that I'm not thinking about it. Yeah, I'm thinking about it. Okay, so I will admit to a lack of experience on my part. So I have never met someone like virtually or on an app 
and like it grew and to be like let's do a first date in person to see if this is real i have never done that and arrive to a first date and for it to crash and be like wow that sucked like i've never had that experience that's on most that is most black women's that experience. Is a lot this is now the norm so online dating is now the norm for our current society. So that is what a lot of people are now grappling with. You trying to call you trying to call me old school? So what you trying to call me? Yes, you're old school. That was like the old school way of dating. Now the the predominant way of dating is online dating because it is very convenient. You can do it from the comfort of your own home. You can But is it convenient? Is it? I mean, is it better than meeting someone in person? No, it's not. Well, no, it's I, not. I, I, no, it's not. So honestly, you you form the best connections with people when you're in in the element when you when you're present, when you're both present and you're able to make that connection there. But when you're doing it behind like a, a phone screen, you're just swiping right. It feels like a catalog. Like you're looking through men through a catalog, and it doesn't feel organic. You know, it's just it feels forced, and it's just not. It, it's there are things that are left out in that process that you can that are missing when you meet them in person so honestly i think every woman would want to have that um experience to meet someone that they can consider their future husband or if they're just kind of out here casually dating like do that in person like that is that is the that is what everyone would want but honestly a lot of schedules may not permit for that and that is where online dating kind of predominates. Even if I do meet someone on the internet and then we go out to dinner or whatever, like to me, that is still like a positive opportunity that I have an opportunity to either decide that this person is more of a friend and put them in the friend category, put them in the friend with benefits category or to continue dating them. It's nothing but opportunity for you. And you can take that opportunity and it can go wherever you want, but you can't be drastically discouraged every time that opportunity results in what you think is someone that will not be your husband. Does that make sense? Says the person that ain't never been drastically disappointed every time something results. It's hard to do it's that. It's really hard to do that, especially when wow. your experiences, when it's not panning out every time you try something different and it still doesn't work. I did, I did this online speed dating. I was so excited to do it. I was like, this is great. I'm going to do online speed dating. I don't even got to go anywhere. I could just be home and do it. Girl, one person showed up. For real? Yeah. And look, when you do the single, Trash. when you do the single groups, you try to do them like live in person. So when, when, you know, cause they're all, there's always something, right? We're not, I don't think we're all like, oh, you know, online, online, online. I definitely, you know, have seen like, oh, come out, you know, this singles event, that singles event. When you get there, yeah, it is. 20 to one for the ratio of women to yep. men. Right. And, uh, un, and I say this all the time and I've, and I've said this to like my guy friends and they always disagree with me. It's not 20 to one. And you're like, Hey, I'm the doctor in the room. And there's this guy. No, it is 20 funny, articulate, smart, black women, all shapes, all sizes that are fabulous in every way. Like you go and you're looking in this sea of fabulous, gorgeous women that are bad and they are doing all these other things. And you're like, how the hell do, do you find a way to be recognized by anyone? Yeah. It's, it's because hard. when this guy is walking in and let's say he's just half decent, right? He just, he doing all right. The women are like, girl, decent man on deck. Let's do it. I am sure he is looking at that sea of women and don't let him have any like relationship or dating trauma. He mm-hmm. immediately does not have to choose anyone because everybody will go, Right. You know, everybody wants a first date or a second date. And you kind of know that, right? You know that in person or even online, like there's a whole bunch of yous out there. And I, and everybody disagrees with me, but I always say like, I think that there are amazingly wonderful, smart, funny, attractive black women out there that are single that could have been anyone's wife at any point in time. I think there's a whole lot of black women out there that are a whole lot of marriage material that can make a whole lot of um, somebody's spouse super happy. And that's why I'm always like, you know, people are like, tell me the magic. Like, how'd you do it? It's it's timing, it's luck, 
it's a little bit of prayers, I suppose, but it's hard to not, it's hard to ask women to not be disappointed with multiple attempts when you already know that you're competing against a big pot of you. Yeah. The odds are against you. And, and the thing is too, like when I tried to do this online speed dating thing, I had to do it online because I couldn't do it in person because there were too many women. That's That's always crazy. Always a problem. Yeah. But then I don't want the listeners to be like super discouraged. I mean, hey. 50% of us are getting married. So let me, let me speak to my introvert. So let me, so we got the extroverts already spoken for. So let me speak to my introverts. So it may seem like a lot for you to leave your house and go sit in like a random spot and just wait for people to come up and approach you. But honestly, that is your best. Just bring things that will help occupy your time while you're there. So I, I've i actually tried this where I went and like go sat in like a, a nice lounge or a bar or a coffee shop. I brought like a book and just kind of sat there, did like some busy time and honestly people will come up and approach you and they will use like whatever you're doing as like a kind of segue into a conversation. And that is a perfect, you know, kind of leeway into, you know, kind of meeting people when you're out in your own, you know, your own area, your local. And that is a great way to kind of meet people just, you know, randomly. So, you know, try try and do that more instead of like relying on the the dating sites because honestly, you can get a lot of more a lot more hits that way, and it's also a way to kind of get you out of your comfort zone. Because I love to sit here and play video games and read my books in my apartment, but I realize my husband is not going to break into my house, so I need to go out and actually find someone. I know, Doctor Chris, it, it's not going to happen. So we need to go out there and actually try and and see and meet new people. And if it if it's not your future husband, it may be someone that you can like kick it with, you know, later on down the line. You never know. Thank you. But as long as you can get out there and make those connections, then that is your best bet on meeting someone new and expanding your social circle. And you never know. You never know what will happen from that. So let me ask you this. Would you ever leave your comfort zone enough to approach a guy while you're out? That's what I have you guys for. Because <laughs> I have started conversations for Dr. Chris before and just roped her in. I have started, listen, that's, 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 that's typical Dr. Sunshine. No, nah, when I went out with Dr. Chris in, um, in the Carolinas, we went to this uh, whiskey bar and we literally sat there. We got our charcuterie boards and our whiskey. And I didn't say a thing. Dr. Chris saw these two men across the bar and she went and talked to them and brought them over. No, and they were already there. The if you're going to tell a story, tell a story, right. They're already there. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> if you're going to tell a story, you got to tell it right. They were already there. And the only reason why I talked to them is because you said that you, you sounded like you were interested. So I was like, okay. It was easy. We're at a bar. They're drinking. What are you drinking? So super easy. Start a conversation. What are you going to say no to me? You're going to say you don't want to exactly. talk to me? Exactly. If you don't want to talk to me, then fine. Going. Don't talk to me. It was easy. I don't have a problem starting a conversation with people. To be honest with you, when I go out, I I can I go out to restaurants by myself. I always find people that come and talk to me. I don't even try to talk to them. I'm trying to enjoy my dinner by myself. And people come and talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> But oh, it's it's not it's just you know random people just just because I'm in the south and people are just friendly they just say hello and they just talk to you they are and just start a yeah, conversation with you it it doesn't mean yeah. anything they just talk to you and so I just talk back I'm by myself what am I gonna say no I don't really want to talk to you I mean clearly they see me by myself <laughs> <laughs> do we have any other dating things we would like to touch on. I don't know. I mean, I hope that just hearing our thoughts is helpful. I, you know, I, so. I don't know. I don't know if this is helpful part or not. Two to this. I'm sure the questions are going to stream in and we're probably going to need a part two. So I don't know. We'll, we'll see what we get. I, I will say I want people to, especially black women, because I, I, you know, I love black women. Oh, I love black women so much. And I think they're so freaking amazing. Um, and also, I don't believe that black love is dead, right? I, 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 
and watching my friends get married. Like I'm even thinking about like from my postback program through residency, like I am seeing black women marry black men and go on to have beautiful relationships. And so what I'm seeing in my real life and then what's happening on, you know, social media is not the same because I'm watching people get married and I'm watching them get engaged and I'm watching them have babies. Um, and I'm watching them, you know, go through the things and I, and I, but I also have fabulous friends that are single. So I'm also not, you know, jaded and thinking like, oh, everybody's getting married. Some of my girlfriends are not married and some of them have been looking and they're not finding success in all these things. And so I think that they both exist in the space, but we tend to tell this narrative that black women, we just, you know, ain't no hope. Y'all need to just give it up and be, and, and just go ahead and be whatever you're going to be. But that's not true. There are women, Black women that are getting married. And there are also Black women that are doing single life as graceful as possible. And they're somewhere existing between being hopeful and also understanding that if this is all I'm going to get, this life is going to be fabulous. And I just want Black women to, you know, be be hopeful and be fabulous all at the same time. Because um, if marriage is what you want, I think you have the, I want to give women, I wish I could give all women the freedom to express it, even if it never happens. Right. And, and nobody should ever rub the success or lack thereof in your face. That's what I really wish for black women. Cause y'all are dope. I think that's nice. That's great. Well, that's a word. Mm-hmm. I think that's actually a good word to uh, end off on. Yeah. Amen. All right, y'all. So to, find us please check out our social media on facebook instagram and twitter at the chocolate mds um feel free to send us any more questions at our email which is the chocolate mds at gmail.com and also be sure to check out our website which is www.thechocolatemds.com and you can also send us questions from that site and also to keep a lookout for future episodes and we hope to see you there awesome we bid you guys for well thank you for entertaining us stay safe bye guys bye.